0: Blog
1: Talk Radio. This is Clarence Cloverleaf, welcoming you to Cloverleaf Radio. Remember, you can always dial in at 646-716-4378. Be sure to watch your language, please, as we are an all-ages program. But we would be delighted if you would sign up for a Blog Talk Radio account, should you so desire, as it will keep you connected with us. And you can always download the newest episodes for free!
0: You're listening to Jimmy Falcon and Lena from the gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling on the Cloverleaf Radio Network.
1: Hey, this is J.Z. Garcia from Nightmare on Elm Street. Hey, this is Tom Cole, Steve Austin.
2: Third angle. This is Mormon giant. This is Ann Casey, the retired U.S. woman's wrestling. Welcome,
1: welcome, man. Hey, out. this is Cowboy Bob Orton. He's VW of the Hill. Absolutely what? Hey, this is John DeFlylyly Sponsor, Joe Chico. This is Ray
2: Zerobo. Hey, Steve, what are Williams, talking I'm a guest here on Jimmy Falcon Cloverleaf Radio. Coming
1: to you live.
0: And you're listening to the hostess of the Moses, Jimmy Falcone, and the gorgeous ladies of the wrestling Gremlina.
1: You're to the, Radio. Hey, well, the of internet, Radio. To the Radio. And that's the bottom line. Stone Cold said so. All righty, we are back for another exciting edition of Cloverleaf Radio. I am the host with the most, Jimmy Falcon. Along my side, as always, my co-host, gorgeous ladies of wrestling, Grimlina, as well as Crowbar. How's everybody doing? Hey, guys, what's going on? Thanks so much for have, having me on. Doing good.
0: <laughs> well,
1: everything is going all right here. I guess, uh, starting off, of course, I wanted to ask you about your training. and Of course, you just lost your trainer, Iron Mike Sharp, uh, yes. a few days ago. What was it like training under him and some of your memories of Mike?
0: Mike was an awesome guy. I mean, uh, you know, I always had aspirations of being a pro wrestler. And at that time in my life, I, I started getting those ideas when I was like 12, 13, and really had no idea about how to go about do how to go about doing it so then uh you know you start reading all all the magazines there were a whole lot more around at that time than, than now you had you know pro wrestling insider pro wrestling world i mean pro wrestling whatever there was a million magazines and the one spot that they would you know even make m- m- any mention here or there <clears throat> sorry was uh monster factory and that was a little bit too far for me not very Feasible, still being in high school. Uh, So that was just a little too far for me to drive, maybe like two, three days a week. Uh, My junior year of high school, uh, a friend of a friend kind of sort of uh, knew that Mike Sharp was going to be opening up a wrestling school the following year. Uh, That was going to be in Brick, New Jersey, about an hour and 10, hour and 15 minutes away. A whole lot easier for me to get to than the Monster Factory, which probably would have been about two, two and a half hours. And uh, I, I was actually Mike's first student. Went down there. I uh, met with Mike the summer before I worked as a busboy. You know, I worked every uh, weekend, Friday night, Saturday morning, Saturday night, uh, a Sunday night just to save money up for the school. And uh when Mike opened up, I was actually his first student there. And uh, just, just and at that time, it, it was just me and, like, a few other guys, so I could, actually had to spend a lot of time with Mike. And un, it, it was really cool going to Mike's school because Mike showed up for wrestling practice as if he was going to a show. So he, he would actually train you. He would have on his black boots, black tights. He'd put on the forearm band. He'd oil up. Mike was, like, going to, like, wrestlemania every time he trained and he was just a lot a lot of fun with the train was a really like really good care caring guy you know i hate to say it, but i mean very different than a lot of the guys you're going to meet in the pro wrestling world just a really good guy and uh and i'm sure everybody's heard the stories about how he was a workout maniac and a neat freak and i saw it all firsthand and it was amazing
1: Wow. You know, yeah, it's always, you know, I'm sure Grimlin can attest, you know, us both working in wrestling. It's always great to meet those uh, few people that are really outstanding. Absolutely. Like, I mean,
0: he'd open up his gimmick bag. He had a giant hockey bag. It was one of these oversized hockey goalie bags. And it was like going and playing with one of those, like, Russian dolls. He would open up the big bag, and inside the big bag was a smaller bag. Inside the smaller bag was more smaller bags, and he had... Every little thing that he would need for a match or his toiletries or his bath stuff and everything would be in its own bag. His It was a giant hockey bag filled with Ziploc bags of multiple sizes and everything was arranged in an order and it was it was funny and amazing at the same time. So it, all, all those crazy stories are absolutely 100% true. I saw it firsthand, you know, it was cool.
1: Yeah, you know, I think about uh, you and Mike Sharp and Ace Darling and, you know, guys like that. And I always for some reason, to think about the Maccabea Mania event. Uh, you know, top with Jeff Buchans sure. a lot over the years and stuff. But, uh, yeah, he seems like he was a great guy. Oh,
0: it was awesome. And, you know, it's funny, you, you mentioned, I actually still keep in contact with Jeff Buchanan. And, uh, you know, we had a little email back and forth about, Mike Sharp, I, you know, he's uh, an awesome guy, Jeff, and Aces still, are still great friends and we were talking about Mike Sharp the other night, you know, so it's, it actually, I actually wrote a small thing on Facebook regarding Mike Sharp and for me, it was way more than just a wrestling school. You know, you, you make a few acquaintances, a few guys, you know, at shows, you say, yeah, so-and-so's a good guy, whatever, but I made a, a very great handful, a small handful of just great friends and had it not, been from my sharp school those you know i would never come in contact with those people you know to this day A darling one of my best friends so you know it's that that school meant a whole lot
1: to me well that is awesome of course you know gremlin i'm sure you can attest to you know what it's like training and and coming up that way as well
2: oh yeah well like you've heard well I have told the story so many times this past week. I've been on, like, four radio, done four radio interviews myself. And it's, um, with the glow, it was five days a week, eight, ten hours a day training. So it's no joke. If you're serious, you do it.
0: That's it. And going way back then, too, you know, when I broke in, when other people – Broken. It was a lot harder to break in. You almost had to be brought in by somebody, under almost under their approval. Now it's you know, and nothing a bad thing. Businesses, business guys open up schools, and but they take a risk, and you know you need students to operate. But it way way back, you know, going back 20 years, there was a smaller number of schools, and you know it wasn't just as 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 simple as i'm going to pay my money and i'm going to go it's you had to meet the trainer the trainer had to have some kind of idea whether he thought you could make it or not and and then you were allowed to train as opposed to now it's just you know there's a ton of schools and anybody and anybody could train
1: wow absolutely and of course it's these days it's really good to find a reputable uh, trainer like someone like Harley Race or Steve Turn or Les Thatcher
2: or sure. C.W. Anderson or Damian Wayne on the independents it's hard I mean there are not that many good training facilities out there
0: yeah I'm not even uh, aware of many I'm out of the loop right now just because I've you know I, I do my Indy still but I'm just you know it's not as often, and I'm out of the loop kind of sort of, you know, I know up in the Northeast, they have the A school, which is great, Mike Morgan, uh, East Coast Pro Wrestling School is uh, the second place where I kind of cut my teeth there. You know, they're so up and running, so there's just uh, there's a handful, but I I am aware there's a lot out there. I'm just not sure, you know, who's doing what or how good they are.
1: Well, of course, um, you know, some of my fondest memories of you, of course, came from World Championship Wrestling. Uh, what were some of your fondest memories working over there and working with David Flair and Daphne and a lot of great talents?
0: Just getting in there was amazing. And it, it, to this day, you know, I got into a wrestling ring, you know, and that was awesome. You know, but, but where I went, you know, granted, I wasn't at the top of the card, but I had a... Great spot by my standards, and it was way further than I ever thought I would go. You know, so it's just actually getting there was amazing by itself. You know, working with David Daphne was great. Uh, you know, when they first told me that I'd be teamed up with David Flair, wasn't really sure what to expect. You know, son of Rick Flair, wasn't sure if there was going to be an ego thing or, or something. But he was super nice. He knew his limitations. Uh, always looked for advice really tried to better himself, you know, and for David, he, if you watch him when he started out to, you know, you know, halfway through our run, they were sort of fighting each other. And we had a few single matches on the TV as well as the house shows. David got a, a lot better, you know, he got a lot better and, and he really n- never got credit for how much better he got. Uh, you know, Shannon is an absolute doll. So much fun to work with. Uh, she, she, she had told me she had a gymnastics background and stuff like that so we showed her a, a couple of moves she picked them up immediately and then went on to complete more training and then you, you know you saw her in TNA um, I know she was signed by WWE for a while uh it, it was just two great people you know we were uh, honestly we were three kids having a great time you know and it, you know n- none of us I don't think expected to be where we were and it was just a a big blessing you know it was awesome you know that time was great and then in you know WCW near the end of my run you, you know i can't say enough how much it was it was incredible just to work with Terry Funk a guy i grew up idolizing and actually getting to wrestle him for a belt on Starcade which is you know like WCW's version of WrestleMania you know which was just Absolutely amazing. So just a lot of fond memories, you know, just too many to count. But just absolutely get, getting an opportunity to be there was amazing.
1: Well, that is great. And of course, you you know David Flair, absolutely great. And uh, you know, I don't know him or never great met guy. him, but there are great things about him? And I knew uh, Reed Flair, his uh, younger brother. So that's just an iconic family all together. Sure. Of course, yep. Rick and now. His and daughter's, trust me, you know, the um, champion now. <clears throat> Go ahead,
2: Grimlina. And trust me, Rick, coming up the way he did, and the legacy that he has to leave, I don't think he would let his kids have egos. I think he would very much stress the hard work, the effort, and you know, think he would have let them get in a ring unless they were ready and unless they could yep. handle it.
1: Absolutely. Well, Gremlina, would you like to ask uh, Crowbar the final question before we let him go for the day?
2: Sure. Do you have anything coming up you'd like the fans to know? Any uh, website where they can get a hold of you, uh, say hi, um, any appearances? Uh, well, I've actually
1: been I've
0: actually been on a little hiatus for a while since summertime. I had uh, two knee surgeries, one on each knee, uh, you know, that were long overdue. So uh, with, with the knees actually feel great now. I'm looking very forward to hopping back in the ring in the next few weeks. I'm uh, going to be working for Ace uh, in Wallington, New Jersey, Mike Morgan's uh, Fed. And then I'm also going to be kicking off a whole bunch of Dates for uh, Game Changer Wrestling. It used to be Jersey Championship Wrestling. Uh, I have no webpage, but if you want to look me up on uh, the Facebook, I'm ChristopherFordPT.com. Um, I'm not pretentious. I had to throw the PT in there because when I first got on Facebook, I was actually probably the last person on this planet to get on Facebook last year. And there were actually, of all people to choose me, uh, there were like, like three fake Chris Ford's with crowbar pictures. So I, you know, in order to help me differentiate eight, eight myself to my friends and, you know, people in, like in town and yada, 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 I, I started using my professional designation, PT for physical therapist. So if they want to look me up on Facebook, it's Christopher Ford PT. And uh, that's about it. You know, I've got a whole bunch of stuff coming up for Ace for Game Changer Wrestling and um, who knows what else may be down the line.
2: You know, I I gotta say this, and please agree or disagree with me. And any listener out there, if you set up a fake Facebook page, come on, you think (laughs) that
0: real? I thought it was nuts.
2: I mean, come on, real fans, smart marks. We had a girl. We had a guy set up a Facebook page as one of the Glow Girls. Okay, and got wow. and when he got called out he found out that you don't call out a gremlin. And I just I rallied the gals and we shut that down like bam, You don't do that. It's you know, nah. if you want you know earn your reputation but don't take somebody else's. And then don't tarnish somebody else if you're going to be fake. Yeah,
0: there's definitely and, some. definitely uh, Yeah, definitely, some, uh, yeah, definitely oh, some, uh, yeah, there's definitely some screws loose there. I thought it was funny, you know. I checked the pages out; they weren't doing anything, but it was still me. They were posting stuff about me, yeah, but but it wasn't anything too crazy. But for me, I thought it was stupid and. Why pick me? And, and there's much larger name guys out there to pretend to be than me. I, and like, I just thought it was very random and, and uh, you know, very wacky. But I guess that's just how, uh, I, like, I guess cyberspace is or, or whatever the hell you want to call it, social media. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's a pretty funny story. So.
1: Oh, yeah. All right. Well, thank you again, uh, Chris, for joining us. It was awesome talking with you. And, Same uh, here. You know, thank you so thanks much. For, uh, thanks for making my, uh, my days back in the day on WCW. I really ah, thank it. So,
0: yeah. uh, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for watching and making my days right back. You know, you, we can't do it without you guys. And, you know, thanks so much. Well, a thank you.
1: Have a great night, man. Cool. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. All uh, By think, the way, uh,
2: you can have your Illinois winter back.
1: Um, no. We
2: got we have been here on about 18 to 19 inches of snow.
1: Oh, sucks to be you.
2: <laughs> oh, you, uh, it sucks to be me, but I got two days off from work paid, baby, Friday and tomorrow. So, sucks to be me. That's yeah, nice. okay. At least
1: you got a job. Anywho, um, did you see we got uh, silcon Silicon's got one of the Walking Dead guys coming? I'm telling you, you got to come down, Grimlina.
2: Sweetie, I can't afford the travel. And I don't do cons unless they pay for my travel. That's just it. I don't ask for anything you know,
1: else. I'm working on it.
2: I know. But, you know, it's like, honestly... Usually when I do a con, like even Rhode Island, the only thing I ask for is a place to lay my head in my travel. I don't ask for a per diem and all these perks and stuff. I'm not like that. And, you know, I've got other cons, honestly, that are going to pay for me to come. (laughs) And, you know, I'm not trying to be nasty or anything, but I can't afford to come all the way out to Illinois, you know, and... For the travel I mean honestly I'm not You understand it I'm not made of money And I've got A cruise coming up And I I would love to Believe me I want to see you And Rochelle I want to hang out With Sylvester I would love to But Right now I don't
1: see it happening Unless I'll work on it maybe Try to get something going Anywho, uh, we are going to be back uh, January 28th with uh, actress Renee Ouellette from Sharknado 30. January 30th is former WWF and ECW superstar current TNA personality, Al Snow. Uh, February 1st is former WWF and WCW superstar of the Patriot, Del Wilkes, with uh, TNA ring announcer David Penzer joining us as co-host.
2: Awesome. February
1: 3rd is uh, actress Lynn Lowry from uh, The Crazies. And uh, cool. February 15th, Charlie Rossman from Superbad comes back to join us. So. Cool.
2: And uh, like I said, I've got to shameless promote. I did, uh, let's see, Sunday I did Rope to Rope Radio. I've done Power Slam Radio. I did Go tear and TV. I've just been busy.
1: <laughs> That's awesome.
2: Yeah, well Roxy is working on getting us girls on shows and stuff because we're trying to really get the crews you know, May's coming and you know, the cabins are gonna go fast and you know, they're she's working on adding more girls. She actually got in touch with Zelda. Um, I mean it's just been crazy.
1: Very cool, Grammy.
2: Yeah, like I said, you and Rochelle should really try to come. I think y'all have a ball.
1: Hmm. Didn't we have this whole can't afford situation? Are you, are you gonna are you gonna bring me in, Grimelda? You know, I you might not ask for stuff, but I want a fruit bowl, and I want some nice linens and stuff in my room. I want to chop them on my pillow. I'm just messing.
2: <laughs> I know, uh, but anyway, you know, yeah, I know, but you know, other people got to pay for their cabins, so I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, no it's just. And like I said, I'm working on some stuff behind the scenes with Roxy. We're trying, I'm planning my scavenger hunt on board. Um, amongst regular work, I've got our show. It's just been crazy.
1: So you're doing a scavenger hunt to find the gremlin?
2: I'm doing a scavenger hunt, a shipboard scavenger hunt. And I have put together a nice little fan uh, gremlin prize pack. Nice. Including a Hollywood, California shot glass.
1: Very cool.
2: You didn't get it.
1: Yeah, I see that now. You know, I thought (laughs) I was looking up at it, but it must be a mirage.
2: No, I'm being funny.
1: Man, you're going to go for two now, Gremlina. God. (laughs)
2: I would never whoa, 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 whoa. not. I would never give your shotgun glass away. I still have it. It's still here at
1: the house. If you say so, I'll I'll know when someone puts it up on Facebook. I'll know. <laughs> I'll see you the like, twenty eighth.
2: <laughs> yeah. It, All right, it's everyone.
1: Like a, thanks for listening. What's up? Is oh.
2: Al been in head? Al Snow bringing head.
1: I don't know. I'm guessing he probably takes it everywhere.
2: I would hope I take that my I head would.
1: everywhere, I mean.
2: No, I mean, I would like to interview head. I, <laughs> I think that would be kind of funny.
1: Well, we will have to see, Grimlina. I will Bye. see you the 28th. Yep, see you the 28th. Thanks everyone, for listening. Have a great night. Bye, Graham.
2: Bye.